Welcome to the 32nd episode of Sawdust Station Podcast with myself, Nick, from NPG Creations, and AJ from Crafted in NJ, yo, yo. and and Josh <laughs> from North Country Woodworking. What's up? And I guess I'll grab the sponsors real quick. Big thank you to the sponsors for, you know, sponsoring this show. Sicker Beat with a 3M vinyl that will stick anywhere and then peel off easy. With a easy code to remember to get 20% off of Sawdust Nation. And then you got Total Boat with the best epoxy you can find around and the best customer service that you can think of. So you hit them up with any questions because you know epoxy, you never know what you're going to get. So with that, to our newest sponsor, Nick, can you tell us about them? JTEC Photonics. JTEC Photonics makes outstanding lasers for most CNC platforms. Uh, they make kits that attach to your hobbyist CNC machines, such as the X-Carve and the Shapoko. They also make standalone systems, so you can go ahead and get your laser on. Uh, they have <laughs> outstanding customer service. If you contact JTEC Photonics, they will not stop until they get your issue resolved. So give them a shout. Give them a look up on the internet uh, at www.jtechphotonics.com. And with that, AJ, what is happening in your shop? What's going on, guys? So the same old, same old's going on. Um, bunch of orders. And, um, you know, I know we talked about it in the pre-show, and I know you guys are sick and tired of hearing about it, but I'm going to say it anyway. The, you know, life happens and snow happens. So these past two days, I wasn't able to get into the shop because of all the snowfall that we had in wonderful Jersey. So um, orders are being, you know, getting backed up. But um, just got a new order from another a uh, firefighter who is actually retired. Um, he retired the same day that I made the um, another flag for a Patterson uh, firefighter who retired as well. He was a captain. And um gentleman called me, got referred to me, and uh, we talked on the phone, you know, hashed it out. And I told him point blank, this was the first time I actually said to my I, – I, I stepped up and said, I have to take like a month before I get to your flag. Because I'm so backed yeah. up. Usually I'd be like, yeah, no problem. But um, so he's perfectly fine with it. And uh, that'll be the newest flag order of many. So, um, but same same stuff is going on. Nothing new came through except that one. Um, I'm learning some new things in the shop. Uh, I was building a coffee cup rack. And I wanted to add a little flair to it without just, and it's all out of pallet wood. As we were talking earlier about pallet wood. And um, one of the stretchers that's going to mount to the wall was not bowed when I uh, sanded it down and now it's bowed. So I'm trying to alleviate that by adding some blocks on the back of it to stand it off of the wall and kind of like make it flat, even though it's not flat. (laughs) So I'm going to make it look like it's flat. Um, And then on top of that, I did half lap joints so that the the, where the coffee cups are going to sit the boards that I'm going to have the hook screw to, they're actually half lapped into those stretchers. And uh, I did that with a router and come to find out that um, I need a larger base plate on my router because I needed something to stretch, you know, between the half mm-hmm. lap because I did one on the end, um, the end of the stretcher. And I, I took another stretcher, put it next to each other. So I butted them up against each other, but then realized as I f- went further and further in, um, the one side of my router dipped and I kind of nicked the wood a little bit. No, not nicked down there. I nicked the wood. (laughs) 
And um, now I know why they have those oversized router base plates to stretch, you know, a larger area. And then it keeps it nice and level. Let me tell you that router, I was using the Porter cable that I had picked up a while ago and that router made a mess. I mean, there's no dust collection on it and there was router shavings all over the shop. Uh, I was still finding them the next day. I thought I vacuumed them all up and of course didn't. Um, Got that hole cleaned up. And then actually over the weekend, if you followed along on my stories, you would have seen that I was, um, I built that makeshift tent again so I can grind out some flags which works out great. It contains about, it keeps all the dust contained. Um, I also posted a video and got a lot of comments on uh, how dusty I was after uh, towards the end of that. It was like watching you turn in from a young man to an old man because all the dust in the air and your hair was like whitish and like, it was kind of, it was interesting. <laughs> and you know, I, I knew I got dusty. I, I knew it, you know, but I didn't realize on how much was in my hair mm-hmm. at that point. And when I looked back at it, I was like, wow, that's, there's a lot of dust all over in that place. But, um, that one, that one piece jumpsuit that I got, you know, it helps out because it keeps all the dust out of my pockets. It keeps it all, you know, out of my shirt. And so it, it keeps about 90% of the dust, like where it normally would collect. And, uh, I'd find, you know, weeks later in my pocket, even though it went through the wash, sawdust, Here's a here's a fun fact. Sawdust does not come out of uh, material on the inside of your pockets, even in a washing machine. So you'll find it weeks, months later, and every, whatever you put in your pockets will be coated in. So oh, been there, man. It's not fun, man. So that's it's, uh, it, it's even worse. Yeah, sorry, it's even worse when you throw your ear ear uh, protection Ooh, in your pocket yeah. afterwards, and you pull them out, and they got all all yep. the sawdust shavings on and dust all over it. And then yep. you got to stuff them back in your ears. Of course. That's why I just I just I just lick them off and then you know put them in my ears after I'm done. Always <laughs> <laughs> doing you like that wood. Of course you would. So, but you know, got more flags ground out. So I'm gonna be getting those stained, burnt, or burnt stained, and then um, keep going. Oh, the Canadian flag is um, 99% done. Just got to add the hanger to it and get shipped out to Canada. So uh, that's oh. coming along nice and. Um, just did some organization over the weekend. Uh, the shop, not so much the shop, my back, the back room with um, the CNC and all the other storage that I have. I uh, condensed it and got rid of a lot of stuff. And I'm able to now make my own lumber rack, which is going to house more lumber that I'm never going to use. And um, we'll uh, we'll stare at it for a while and see what comes about it. But um, other than that been organization just got a lot of orders and um i gotta ship a few things so i'm actually gonna i I know we talked about it on last couple episodes but shippo i'm gonna give that a shot and see how well that works out because i have to ship uh two flag (coughs) oh my god tonight's gonna be one of them nights (coughs) i'm done i'm i'm passing this one off josh what's going on in your shop oh you know another week down um i have (laughs) I have the noodle board pretty much being wrapped up right now. Um, I did a rookie mistake and I pulled two handles out, which I assumed were the same size. I took the measurement on them and uh, it was like three inches. So I went and I marked three inches dead center in the board, drilled the holes. And then I went to check and all of a sudden the holes don't match up. I'm like, well, maybe I just, you know, accidentally, you know, misread it or whatever. 
and I drilled it to the new handles holes and well now the other handle's not fitting. So I had two different size uh, handles and I figured that out. Um, <laughs> I used the old technique of using <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah it was it was a fun time because it definitely threw me for a loop because they're that like old rusted bronze and they're both the same and it must have been where someone threw a different handle size in the same bin and i was just the lucky guy to get two different sizes so that's fun i have to go back and pick up the right one but um i if you use a golf tee a wooden one and you throw that in the hole that you missed uh, drilled and basically glue it and cut off the excess. It plugs the hole and no one's the wiser. So I just did that and I'll be getting the new handle here shortly. But uh, I got the kitchen helper all built, glued together. It just needs a uh, final sanding and then painting. Be painting that white, I believe. I have to double check, but I'm pretty sure it's white. And uh, then the Ninja Turtle sign is ready to go out but because of the snowstorm that we've been having. I haven't been able to get to the Postal Service to mail that out. But uh, it's funny because I really didn't do any shipping, you know, this last year. And this year, it seems like every other order I'm actually going to be shipping out. I just got a new order to do a mallet, a Thor hammer, I should say, that's going to go to North Dakota. And uh, it's going to go to a base nice. up there. And then I got a couple other orders. I have to do some over-the-door uh, decor. Uh, that's going to be a CNC project. I have a two-foot, four-row uh, coin holder made out of cherry. I'll be doing, let's see, what else? I have a couple different things in the works. Um, I'm answering people daily, and orders are starting to pile up. I still have to do the, uh, the wine caddy that... I don't know what would you call that. Wine cabinet? And cabinet, yeah. I think, is the best description for that. I just had to figure out how to get the plywood to uh, <laughs> the shop. So that's the biggest thing I'm working on right now. Uh, delivery is like 60 bucks, And uh, I'm going to need some a good amount of uh, plywood for that project. Because essentially the whole thing is to be made out of plywood. And then you got an idea? Not so much an idea. Just a question on the ply. Are you getting the ply from a big box store? Are you getting it from a lumber yard? Uh, probably the big box store, unless I can find a good uh, price in the lumber yard. Um, mm -hmm. I haven't priced it out in our local lumber yard here, but knowing their prices, it might be quite a bit higher than what I'll be getting. I, it's going to be painted over. That's So I don't need anything mm -hmm. too grand when it comes out. It's going to be birch three okay. quarter ply. So um, I'll be working that. Um, I... And working on some organization, always in the shop, you know what I'm saying? I went through and I got some old tools I haven't been using and put them up for sale. I've actually sold the majority of those uh, today and uh, cleaned up the shop. Nice. Pretty good. I have some people picking up tomorrow as well. Uh, there might be a nice. big addition to the shop coming up in a few couple months. I'm working out the details with that. I can't wait to share that and see if that becomes a reality. The gents on here know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I'm not saying because I haven't purchased it yet. But uh, does it rhyme uh, with? Never mind. I don't want to spoil. Yeah, it, it's gonna be. I. It's gonna be one of the biggest purchases I've done in, for the shop. It's an investment in the shop, 100. percent But you know, circumstances. He's getting the upgraded Dewalt uh, r random orbit sander. Absolutely. How'd you guess? And he's going to paint it green thought, and white. I thought he was just going to hire an employee. Yeah, that's what I call my son. Nice. Yeah. Oh. You know, 
since we said that, you know, I, I, I give props to uh, my son. He'll go out in the shop and he loves the vacuum. He loves to pick up the scrap. He loves to help out in any way mm-hmm. possible. He definitely loves woodworking. He has his own bench, his own sticker collection from both the gentlemen um, hosting the Sawdust Nation with me here um, and other makers. I mean, like, he, he definitely will be part of the community as he gets older. Um, so I'm pretty proud of him when it comes to that. But, yeah, that's what I got to go in the shop. I have orders coming in left and right, which is a good thing. I'm getting the ship out to different states, which is a good thing because I get more experience with that. And I'm getting a lot of different orders than I normally have in the past. And it, I'm getting a lot of coin holders, which ain't my favorite, but uh, it is just something that being on a military base, you're going to get. Why is it not your – Why is it, I'm sorry to stop you. Why is it not your favorite? I'm curious. Um, because I have my hatred towards them too. There's not a particular reason. I don't understand. Like what? they're the easy. They're some of the easiest things to make. I just I I never pictured. I always wanted to go toward the furniture side of things, and because mm-hmm. of that, I've always thought that I was going to be doing nothing but furniture. But you know how you know it goes. It doesn't mean that you're going to stick to that. Mm-hmm. When I did my first coin rack, I'm like, this would be the last one. And then another one popped up. And you're right. They're not hard to do. I just, they're not my favorite to do, I guess. And this would be mm-hmm. the first one I get to do out of cherry. Um, I've done them out of Ooh, ash before. Mm-hmm. And the ones that were made out of ash came out really nice. This one won't be stained. This is not going to be anything but the cherry coloring. And I'm really looking forward to working with the cherry and keeping its natural beauty. That's the highlight of that particular project. Okay. I actually had to outsource one of the projects to get SVG, and I uh, got that completed. AJ sent me the name. I can't remember. I would mention him. Do you remember offhand who it was? Lawrence Kelly. Lawrence Kelly. That's what it was. Yeah. Um, got to talk to him. They're doing some amazing stuff, too. They're opening up a uh, shop where you can buy SVGs, mm-hmm. and I'm telling you, like, they they do some really good work. He was fast. Uh, it was like uh, t- less than 24 hours. He got back to me with it. Yeah. He set it up an easel for me. So I just had to make a copy of it. Wow. I mean, like, literally, the only thing I got to do is throw the piece of wood on there. Hit carve. Mm. Dude's yeah, a wizard, like, man. Inc- he's yeah. been doing it for a number of years. It was a pleasure talking to him. Can't say enough good things about him. But, uh, yeah, that pretty much wraps up what's going on in my shop. I got some things developing, but uh, I really don't want to get into them until I actually hit the go button. And uh, believe me, that'll be just. I don't know. I can't just hit it. There's things that have to line up first, and I never buy anything full price. Yes, the thing that has to line up is your mouse to the order button. <laughs> <laughs> uh it probably will be happening within the next two weeks, hopefully. I got to make sure that the wife's on board before I go and hit that because if not, you might see me doing the podcast out in the weather. So, <laughs> what now? Let's just say this. Let's just say you have to buy it full price. Let's just say. Oh, totally would. Would you still? Yeah. Because I've done my shopping oh, yeah. around. You know, I've looked at this particular mm-hmm. item at multiple different uh, major brands. And they offer more with their product for the same thing you get with everyone else for a decent price. And you literally, you get set up to the point where you can turn it on and go. Like there's no, I have to buy Mm -hmm. this, I have to buy that. It comes with everything you need. 
It's easy to put together based on other people's opinions and how they set theirs up. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, like, it's a win. I've asked other makers that, you know, have seen them and they say go for it as well. Um, but it's a it's a huge deal, especially for my shop, because I never thought in a million years I'd be getting this particular thing. So, with that, Nick. Can I ask another vague question? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Sorry, Nick. There is uh, oh, there, okay. there's a company that you know who I'm talking about, and I'm not going to tell you who it rhymes Laguna? with. Laguna? And no, 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 no. I If I say it, it, it gives it completely oh. away. So is it is it priced about the same, less, and and would you have went with that one? Uh, I don't know who you – I know we're being very vague. Okay, we'll go, we can say brand names. Oh, is it the one brand name that's... <laughs> no. It, it, yeah. Yeah, okay. it would give it completely okay, away. Okay, so we can go... People that know tools will understand. So, Saul Stop is what he's referring to. It, that, that'll give it away for the most part. Um, yes. No vagary Honestly, now. <laughs> okay. If you take a look at most of the brand names out there and you take a, a look at what they offer, what they are doing... With what they're giving with the table sauce, um, mm-hmm. sauce stops a great brand, and I would love to have one. Let's just be honest. But taking away the safety feature that they have, which honestly should be in every table saw, they're still just a great saw. But I mean, like, there's other brands out there that can rival that, no problem. And I looked at it this mm-hmm. way: yes, sauce stops add safety to the workshop. We're all working without a saw stop right now. And I, in particular, am working on a small saw that's underpowered for what I do. And not underpowered. Yeah. I mean, it's capable of doing everything I need it to do, but it's, I have to find so many workarounds to actually do that. It just, Mm -hmm. it it becomes a pain. And you actually spend more in the long run because you're buying this to do this and that to complete that making a jig to complete this and a lot of jigs out there um are based for i think was a a t-fence for the bigger saws is that mine's Mm -hmm. not like that i i have to create a jig based on the rail so it's an argument i guess anyone can have back and forth safety versus not safety but if you're being safe on a saw for years prior okay Uh what's i mean for a price point you're going to continue to be safe and I, I thought, yep. I think Nick and I had this conversation with that saw. You, I, I want to believe that you're going to become, you're not going to be as safety conscious as you would on a normal saw. You're going to rely on that. Mm-hmm. So you think they're going to get yes, complacent. Complacent was the word I was trying to look for. Thank you. Um, I think you do. I, I, because like anything, if you, if something does something for you and you really don't have to think about it because you rely on that. I mean, like, are you really going to still be as safe as you would on a normal saw? Yes. You say that. I know I would be. You guys say that. I say that because it's expensive to replace that blade but and that But even break. you brought up an example of someone forgetting to deactivate that system and causing it to go off even though they weren't being safe. I mean, like, it, it's something that it, – it's an argument I think go either way. I agree. Yes. Go safety as much as possible for, for my needs – until I lose a finger, which God forbid I hopefully never do, 
I think I can. You're rationalizing I, now, Josh. <laughs> I, I might be. I might be. I honestly don't think you need a saw stop to be safe in the workshop. That's what it comes down to. You don't. You don't. I I agree with that aspect. You don't need a saw stop to be safe in the workspace. However, comma, I plan to eventually someday get one because I don't want to be that guy walking around with half half a hand or you know two fingers or whatever because I had a lapse of uh, a temporary lapse of judgment and or something freak accident happened that I couldn't control. It was just physics. So. That being said, I see where your standpoint is. I I I respect your opinion, but I'm just gonna go in the other direction with mine. That I'm just just gonna pony up and ride that saw stop. I'm gonna ride it like it's my Powermatic scooter, baby. <laughs> Honestly, I I don't disagree with you either. It comes down to is yes, I am rationalizing. I I see a good product. I see a good price, and that's what I go toward because that's something that's gonna increase my capability in the shop. Now, I'm not saying in, you know, 10 years, 15 years down the line, when I have a big shop, I'm not going to have a saw stop. I'm just saying at this moment in my woodworking journey, I am not going to be purchasing a saw stop because I think that I can maintain my safety level and, you know, knock on wood, be okay. Okay. Well, good on you, brother. (laughs) Can't wait to see it in your shop. Like I said, I haven't pushed the uh, button yet because I'm waiting for some stuff to line up. But uh, I am definitely looking and seeing the possibilities. But that's enough about me. Nick, I have to know, man, what is going on in your shop? Okay, so I got a lot going on. Um, First things first, though, we were talking about that saw stop and table saws. Uh, I don't want to have my fingers amputated. Uh, but if I happen to have my fingers amputated someday by accident, I uh, I might have mentioned this earlier, but I purchased a large cabinet that is approximately a foot and a half by two feet. And inside, I stocked it with a whole bunch of medical supplies, including um, extra fingers, plastic baggies, you know, pla- plastic baggies in case I do happen to have to pick up my extra digits. And bring him to the hospital with me. I know it's not an optimal thing, but you know, you, you got to do what you got to do because the last thing I want to do is get to the hospital and be like, "Well, where's your extra fingers?" And be like, "Well, they're in my pocket. If you grab them, you know." So, if by accident you grab a- like a off cut of walnut, <laughs> and uh, they, <laughs> we can rebuild him. Call you Woody. We will. They're like, sir, back. this this is not your finger this is this is a piece of wood that is a good idea though is, I mean the baggies I think is a little much but it's a good idea I you know I don't have a first aid kit in mine wow really no don't after a safety week bro and you don't have a first aid kit well Holy I mean like cow. I we have a safety kit like right inside the door you know like our house setup oh okay I, but I I almost think that we should have one I mean I don't know there's I have tape and I have super glue you should have one on the door bro. Like bolted yep. to the door. I got one. Because that's like the Yeah. Go ahead. Uh, I, I got I got one next to the door in the garage and then on the inside of the door, it's right next to the door. And the one on the in the garage is a, a Milwaukee pack out that Kim had given me a couple of years back for Christmas, filled with all medical supplies in it, and uh I 3D printed some mounts and hung it right on the wall. That's a good idea. So and, I 
I watched Stumpy Nubs. <laughs> you know who I'm talking about yep. on the the old YouTubes. And he had a bad accident, and he was explaining how he went through his shop and was like, "We really don't have an an accessible solution to, you know, to deal with this uh, an issue of like you know an amputation mm-hmm. or a bad accident in the shop." And I was like, "You know, that's a good idea. Maybe I should do that." And then I just put it off. And then I gouged my finger really, really good with those chisels, and I was bleeding like a stuck Oof. pig. And at that point. What I had in the garage, which was just like a couple piece, a couple band aids, wasn't enough. So I had to run inside the house. Didn't have any gauze left because the kids used our it all project for when they, you know, <laughs> well, when they bump yeah. their heads and get bloody noses and stuff. So I was using my wife's old like you know maxi pads from under the <laughs> under the counter in the bathroom. And now seriously, it was it was a, it was kind of like a. a a mild wake up, like, look, you need to go invest in this because a very, very worst case scenario, you are not so prepared if something catastrophic It's recent happens. that you had this amazing medical kit in your shop. Within the past two weeks, mm. yeah. AJ, how I, long have I you had yours? Dro- Yo. <clears throat> um, well over a year. So you're the smartest of all of us, basically, where it comes down to. Hello. And you know, with Murphy's Law, Chances are, if you have a medical kit that's adequate, you're probably not going to get hurt. Yeah, you're probably knocking hard, my friend. Which is good. Anyway, but that's uh, that's uh, one thing I wanted to, to to bring up. My second thing is, I just finished that you know BA uh, flag with the with the weapons case behind it. Um, I don't know if you've seen it on my Instagram, but it's got curly maple and walnut. It's a two foot by twenty inches, or excuse me, three feet by twenty inches American flag. And you just put that RFID card right up to that flag in the corner. It beeps and pops right open with a strut uh, pushing the, the lid off. And you can hide whatever you want in there. Gold, bars, bullion, whatever. <laughs> um, or your weapons. Uh, the customer is going to come by and pick that up. I have it mounted to my wall right now with a French cleat. Um, I just wanted to test the fit of that French cleat. Because uh, there was a there was some mathematical things that I was going going through i'm not a very smart man so i had to double check the fit um yeah and then uh finished up a a large two by two plaque that's getting shipped off this weekend a couple other plaques done i'm down to three orders wow i've i've already stopped i've already stopped accepting orders Uh, my shop is progressively getting packed up in boxes um once those last three orders are done i'm still not done yet i received my TBD CNC upgrade kit today. So, with no orders coming in, that will give me time to give my X-Garve a facelift. Uh, I'm so excited. I've got the Super Grade Screwdrive Upgrade Kit for the 1000mm X-Garve. Excuse me. And a uh, Super Grade Direct Drive uh, Z-Axis Upgrade with the um, Tram Mount Spindle Mount. All in all, this kit was probably this kit was about a thousand bucks from TBD CNC. Uh, I went on the website today, and TBD CNC doesn't have anything in stock because <laughs> there's something that we're going to talk about here in a few minutes. But that being said, that's all I got going on in my shop at the moment. Um, anyway, you mind if I bring up the? Uh, you do you, man. The issue about the old. All right, cool. So hey, uh. I said TBD CNC does not have items in stock, and that is because Inventables, the maker of the X-Carve, 
has acquired TBD CNC. They absorbed mm. the company. Um, what does this mean? Well, I watched the YouTube live event today from Inventables, and they had the uh, the individual who the owner of TBD on, and they were doing a quick uh, quick interview and what this means for us as the consumer. Mm-hmm. Outstanding. So TBD makes amazing things. Now Xcarve or Inventables is going to make those same things. Uh, the quality is going to remain the same. I, I'm I'm just speculating, but I wouldn't see the owner of this company compromising on that deal with with Inventables to outsource for inferior product. Um, now that being said, once Inventables gets all those parts made. They're going to stock them and do same-day shipping on all the equipment, which is amazing. Um, you're going to get riser kits, rail stiffeners, uh, Z-axis upgrades, all that from Inventables at the website. So you can – I think they were even discussing uh, options to upgrade your X-Car 1,000 millimeter fully before you ev- they even ship yep. it if you're buying a brand-new machine. Hmm. So Which makes sense. That's pretty exciting. So it's, but, but you got to look at it from the guys who don't know what's going on standpoint. Like I was a new noob, right? When I first started, I had no idea what I was doing, no idea what I was buying or what did what. But if you're one of those guys and you want the best of the best for that size, um, you just go ahead and buy it and, and put it together. And it should be pretty cut and dry at that point. I think, I think the, what this is going to do, this merger is going to make quality from the hobbyist go way up. Um, and I think it's going to give Shapoko a run I agree for it. 100%. And I think X-Carve is – it could always be better in how they were shipping out their stuff. It could always be better from almost any company. But I think some of these upgrades should be standard. I mean, you shouldn't have to go out and get a stiffener for something – that you bought for, I, I forget the price, for 1200 or so for the 1000 Now, I mean, like, it's great news. I'm curious on the price point of the products if they're going to increase based on it now being in Inventables' hands. And I'm also curious on if, with it being upgraded, TBD CNC products. TBD CNC, yeah. yeah. um, Would it be just as expensive or cheaper to go with a, a X-Car Pro because X-Car Pro has a lot of the stuff already built in. So what I'm curious on is like the price point between a fully upgraded X-Carve and the X-Car Pro, what that price tag is going to be like. So not, I, I'm not certain. I don't think anybody's certain of that yet. I think they're, they're waiting to release prices for all this equipment or these add-on kits. But if I'm just speculating here, uh, I know Inventables is probably going to be more expensive just because that's the way they are. But with, but with that being said, it's still going to be at least, I believe, three, three to four thousand dollars less to buy an entire X car thousand millimeter kit with the upgrades than it would be to purchase an X car pro. And that's the difference for the price points that I think is going to make an impact on the hobbyist market. Um, you're going to have your people who still want the, you know, the, everything stock from original X-Carve because they don't want to do a whole bunch of fancy schmancy stuff, which is cool. And then, you you know, you have the option to get that upgrade, but 
I don't, you know, I didn't need it for a full, what, almost two years now. I didn't need it. But now I need it because my aspirations are, are growing. I know yours are growing and you just got your machine not too long ago, but you're seeing all the new, you know, your horizons broadly just get larger and larger once you increase those capabilities well, so on the with machine. any machine that enters the shop. I mean, when you first get it, it's like, ooh, ah, great. You know, I could do this. I could do that. But then you start really learning that piece of, of equipment and realizing what it could be capable of if the conditions or the, the pieces or the parts are modified in a certain way. Now, obviously, certain tools you don't just modify. But I mean, like, look at a joiner. If you look at a straight uh, eight-inch or no, say six-inch joiner, and you have, you know, straight blades. Well, if you upgrade those to the helical head uh, cutters, now you have a joiner that is more capable, quieter, and you just upgraded your shop in a major way. Same thing with the CNC. If you get a CNC and you look at it and you're like, oh, I can only do two inches worth of Z height on that. And I have a project that is three inches. Well, if I upgrade that rail, I, I, I can do higher and I can do that job. You've said it during the live, you've had to basically say no to jobs because you could not, you know, get to the Z height they, they wanted. And I've come close. Like I've come to, when exactly. I'm flattening uh, slabs and stuff, I'm coming really close to that, that rail. And uh, I've been lucky where I can kind of, you know, get away with that. But, you know, I'm learning the capabilities of my machine and that is allowing me to understand what could be better about it. Exactly. And I plan to push this machine. Once I get this upgrade on here, I can't. I plan to push this to its full capabilities and its limits too. So I believe I'm getting an extra four inches of Z height. So that's going to push me at six inches total of Z height. I know Inventable said they did some testing on uh, TBD fully customized CNC machines. Their CNC machines with the kits on them, and they said that they could get carves accurately, uh, accurately and precisely cut up to four times faster. Now, I mean, obviously there's a lot of factors yeah. in that. What, what kind bit, of wood you're using, yeah. what bit you're using, all that. To be honest, I foresee this upgrade uh, and the up and, you know, this absorption of the company uh, being a revolution in the maker movement to where people start producing better things faster. Mm-hmm. I don't know about you guys, but that's what I see. Yeah, I think it's a it's a great chance for Inventables to grow as a company, get better, and I, I'm sure that is it's going to be a good product for everybody once they set all the details and whatnot. I definitely be purchasing it sometime in the future. Are they still? You're still running the same router? Um, there's it's not a spindle upgrade, right? No, so you can buy a spindle upgrade, but I'm I mean I I don't think TBD sells a spindle upgrade. Mm. Well, they don't now because they don't—they don't exist. But, um, but I think Inventable sells the spindle do. upgrade. Uh, I'm not going to upgrade a spindle until uh, until I get an ent- entirely new machine. I'm going to go ahead and push a router into you know its its limits with this the mount kit, the tram mount kit, the spindle mount, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, it's going to hold that router in place on that z-axis, and it's going to hold it there, giving it close to. Close to what you would get from a regular spindle, like the amount of stability, um, coupled with that collet I got, the precision collet. I think Actually, be all right. I'm on Inventables' website right now, and they have a subscription mm. for uh, 
for the new upgrades already up there. Wow. Really? I I looked at lunchtime today and there was they were saying coming soon, like it says car faster and more precisely with the new X Carve upgrade kits and it, it shows you the upgrade kit basically that you have of the uh, X access, the stabilizers, new everything. Wow. So they're acting they're acting I'm, fast. I mean that's that's good. Does it tell you a price no, or not? Uh let me nope, not yet. So you can subscribe, so they'll alert you yeah, when it's we'll available. But they will. Uh, so I think um, if you're going to get a spindle, I think you should just go big and just get like a forty horsepower spindle. Forty horsepower. Call it a day. <laughs> get one a gas powered spindle. You start it up. <laughs> yes. Diesel, diesel spindle. There we go. Yep. I'm so, trying to look up their kit for um, uh, the spindle because I'm curious on it. Um, is will that spindle actually connect to the controller so that it can, uh, you know, adjust the you know, adjust accordingly to the speeds. Mm. There is a way to do that. There is. I just, I, uh, I obviously, I don't know. <laughs> well, me either. But I know there is a way to do that for sure because I have a friend who has a machine that he modified to do that. And he's obviously using the um, spindle. But yeah. Well, it's anyway. definitely awesome that the, the upgrades are available through, you know, through the manufacturer now because I wish. Um, it's a one-stop shop. Yeah, one-stop shop. You know, you know it's tailored for that. Uh, machine, you know, you're not getting something that's like, eh, well, it might work with this, but it's actually meant for this one. But, uh, you know, people have used it in the past. So um, I, I wish Millwright had stuff that you could add, like upgrades to to their machine that you could buy. Because I know like my issue is I actually had to raise the whole gantry up um, a few inches because what was happening was when I ordered it, the I, I got the aluminum T-bed. And I really should have went with the MDF bed because then I didn't have to put a spoil board underneath it. Well, I got the aluminum T bed plus a piece of like, you know, usually scrap three quarter ply or half inch ply. Well, now I lost that three quarters or half inch of Z height. And then I put on, you know, a chunk of wood. And now my, I literally, I was almost at the bottom of the gantry. So I actually had to have um, plates machined up and raised it. Like I said, maybe I think like, two inches or something like that. And it gave me so much more height. Plus it, it opened up the possibilities of what I can do. I, you know, it's not going to give me the six inches of travel like you got, but um, I think I'm close to it. You know, the only thing I got to worry about is if I don't have a spoil board down, um, I could uh, run that Z all the way down and possibly hit the, the, the bump stop that they got in there. So uh, it doesn't make a good noise when it does that because that that z motor is trying to keep going down but it can't go any further yeah so do you have limit switches on yours you have a uh, high limit it goes uh if it goes too high yeah. not too low hmm. same with okay. ours so and then the only other thing that i was afraid of was as i went lower on the z um i think my linear rail bearings i think you can actually have them pass the rail so I know that they said when I was assembling it that if if you let the bearing guide go off the rail a little bit, the bearings would fall out. So that was my only fear, but luckily I haven't had that issue so far. Hmm. So I don't know. I, it looked like yours had two rails with uh, probably linear bearings on the back of that plate that rode up and down on that. So yeah, it's got the bearings and then the um, screws that run along the uh, the rail. Yep. So your uh, travels, ba- not controlled by belts anymore. It's all screws. Which is driven. nice. Yeah, yeah. So the That's stepper's nice. turning. Yeah, definitely. I'm excited. I'm definitely going to be able to run faster. So, 
But yeah, that's all I got going into cool. my shop, and uh, the I'm just I'm just a ball of fire right now about this whole CNC thing. But I could talk for days. You guys want to move on to another topic? Yes, I do. I do believe that Josh is going to be queuing up a uh, a question that got sent in by Tyler over at Wooden Whiskers Trading Co. What's up, guys? Tyler Isaacs here, Wooden Whiskers Trading Company. Question for you this week for the podcast. What are your guys' goals or, or um, you know, growth plan for 2021? Do you have anything you'd like to challenge yourself to do or your new new uh, work or new customer clientele? Just kind of wind your thoughts on uh, your plan for 2021. Thank you. Hmm. Good question. That's a good question. It is. Well, I mean, the one, the one guy in here that I think is going to have some big, big changes uh, is Nick. So I think we're going to let you go first, Nick. Oh. Well, thank you. Appreciate that. But yeah, so my goal is to not be homeless when I get down to Texas. Um, I have a, a house when I get down there, um, two-car garage, so I'm looking to expand my shop to make it twice the size. I have plenty of work, uh, shop size plans coming up, um, all the way from hard piping, the uh, the dust collectors to um, you know epoxying the floors of that garage and making it so... You know, I don't spill anything and destroy the concrete. Um, and, you know, maybe not this year, but uh, eventually I want to get a larger uh, CNC machine and a, uh, a larger uh, table saw. But we'll see. We'll see what the future holds. You never know what kind of good stuff you can find used in other cities. And that's what's exciting. Um, yeah. That's about it, man. I'm going to push the limits this year. How about you, Josh? Well, you know, I'm pushing the limits on the size of the shop with, you know, the tools I have and how I'm, you know, laid out. You know, it's it's going well. You know, I never know when I'm going to move, so I'm trying to be careful on, like, exactly how much I have because, like Nick, um, it's a lot to move. But, you know, I'm, the biggest thing in my shop I have to worry about is, yes, yeah, space is an issue, but power. Power is a big mm-hmm. thing. I mean, we don't have much when it comes to outlets in the actual garage. And then, you know, you find ways to tap into other outlets throughout the house, which is not always the best, but uh, I plan on upgrading at least one of my tools, maybe two. And then the rest is just going to be organizing the shop. So I have a better flow. I have some ideas with that, you know, making a pretty good profit this year. I would like to see maybe not spending so much on the tools, and uh, shop upgrades, but bringing in a profit enough to, you know, everyone has a savings, but I want the shop to have a savings because right now, you know, I'm pretty even when it comes to tool buying and like supplies and everything else. But if something breaks down, so if like my joiner broke down and I needed a new one shop wise, I use the shop funds for almost everything I can. I couldn't honestly say I can use just the shop funds to buy that joiner. And I, I kind of want to have that mm-hmm. little egg there. So if it needs to be hashed, I can go cash it in. But, uh, yeah, that's my goal. And then, you know, for actually skill, I really want to get into some joinery. Um, I've been kind of easing into it here and there with some projects. But, uh, you know, Nick and uh, AJ have hit it on the head when they've mentioned they've been doing some here and there. And it just makes the project. It, it definitely goes a little further um, unfortunately, I haven't really had anything I could utilize it on. Um, I mean, I could have done it on the kitchen helper, but I think it would have been lost in translation somewhere there. Um, but 
you know, it's just one of those things. I, I, for the kitchen helper reminder, I'm painting it. So no matter what kind of joinery I did, you're not going to mm-hmm. see it. Um, but I mean, yeah, it, it's one of those things I like to definitely have the skill in, in my hand planes and hand tools, which I, I have been using more and more. I've actually used my Bridge City uh, block plane to level out some stuff this last go around. And uh, it it was pretty good. I, I definitely enjoyed it. Cool. AJ, what about you? Not not bad. Um also, I was just going to say something. What What is a uh, kitchen helper um, after you get all situated? I'm, I'm, I hear you talking about it, and I'm not sure. Is that the noodle board thing, or uh, is that something different? For the kitchen helper, it's basically so a uh, toddler or a smaller child can get up on a stable surface and help oh, okay, out in the okay. kitchen. I think there's another name out there for them. Um, Kitchen helper is the one that's most commonly used where I am. Mm-hmm. And basically it has it has two steps and then goes onto a platform. And then I have a, I think, yep. an inch and a quarter piece of dowel that goes across the top. So that kind of locks mm-hmm. them up there. That's I cool. built one for my son early on and out of scrap wood. And I, actually, I think I gave that one away because he's a little too tall now for <laughs> it. But this one was... Interesting because I built totally different. Obviously, I didn't build it from scrap wood. And uh, mm-hmm. it, it was an interesting build just because I made it more difficult than it was. Yep. I really wanted to do something on the CNC. And this kind of thing, you really don't need to. A lot of it, you just mm-hmm. you just put it together. I use pocket holes for it. Yeah. I like to use joinery, especially if it was just going to be you know stained or what have you. But uh, there's just one of those things where it's just going to be painted white. I went with the quickest solution to get it built and safely. I've now, already stood on it myself and it didn't go anywhere. So Wow, that's nice. Now, I mean, speaking of the CNC, you could kind of, if you figured out a way where you can make it one of those like breakdown um, kind of builds that you can almost cut out on the CNC completely and then, um, you know, ship it to someone and they can even uh, even assemble it themselves. So then you can save on shipping costs and, um, you know, it'd be quick, easy and they wouldn't need any, you know, special tools or anything like that. You know, just a thought, maybe. And that's what I was kind of going toward. I wanted to get something that was minimal amount of pieces, something with just a regular uh-huh. drill could actually put together. But I ran into something where the ones that I saw that were like that, people were complaining because like... They would have was adjustable. They can slide the platform in and out. And people were complaining because okay. the child would be on top and they would lean and the platform would come out just a little bit. And oh, that becoming okay. there was just different things I've seen about these ones that were being shipped around. And mm-hmm. when I build something, for, especially for a kid, I want to make sure it is completely safe. I'm running my like it's, oh, yeah. it's not done sanding at all, but I'm running my hand across everything to make sure that a nothing is mm-hmm. you know sticking up you know. I'm I'm pretty good about my sanding, but this is I'm thinking with my toddler. You know what is he gonna do? They're gonna probably put their mouth on. Oh, yeah. it. They're probably going to. They're gonna test the boundaries of this thing. So I literally, as I'm building it, I'm standing on different levels. I'm pushing down. You know, I use screws and glue, which I mean, like glue would have been fine. Even I told my wife, I'm like, glue would have been fine in this project, but I don't want to take a chance of safety when it comes to that. So I used practically 20 screws in that, probably even more in that uh, coin holder yeah. <laughs> plus glue. Yep. And it was holding up some coins. 
So I, I, you know, I completely understand where you're coming from. I would over-engineer it as well, just because you want that safety factor. And then you, you know, you never want that also bad, bad name against yourself, you know, Oh, I bought it from Josh and now, you know, it broke or, you know, my impaled my child. I mean, yeah, you definitely don't want that. Grownups could hold their own. But when it comes to kids, I'm going to spend a little bit more on my side to ensure safety. Um, No, Mm. that's one thing I never want is someone to get hurt off something I build. Just point blank. Oh, yeah. Uh, no, definitely not. And especially a kid, you know, like you said, an adult can hold their own. You know, they kind of. If something's happening, you can kind of feel it. The kid isn't going to really notice it at that Absolutely moment in time. Not, yeah. I mean, so, but, um, yeah, no, I, I thank you for kind of clearing that up. Every time you said it, I would always think noodle board um, <laughs> just because, you know, it helps in the kitchen. So, but it makes sense. Now. So, I mean, um, you can use it for other stuff than the kitchen, but it's definitely useful for a smaller mm-hmm. child. Yeah, no, it makes sense. I've seen now that you said it, I've seen those before and definitely makes sense now. Um, but to go back to the question, um, my goals for 21 and, you know, I think my goal has been kind of the same since I started this and it's a blessing and a curse at the same time, because I, I looked at Kim the other day and I was like, you know, I got a ton of orders and, and, you know, it's, they're not stopping and it's good. And she goes, just remember you wished for this. And I, I remember when I first started on Instagram, I was like, you know, looking at all these other makers that, you know, I, I came to really enjoy watching their stuff. And I'm going like, oh my God, they're really like orders after orders after orders. And I'm going like, you know, why am I not getting any orders? And well, I said it and now I'm getting a ton of orders. So my goal for 21 is to stay on top of my orders be more productive with it um, and more organized so that I don't lose track of them because there's a lot of orders that are still in my head and not on paper, which is not a good thing because you need them on paper. So you remember them. And um, I just, I organized all my orders in a, in a way that I can see them as I walk through the door. So I see them every single day I make little notes, you know, for myself, but organization is definitely key on that. And then um, I think another goal would be just to um, really tailor my skills in in multiple aspects, you know, um, with just, you know, joinery, like you said. And that is Josh's cat purring into the mic. (laughs) She's purring. I can't hear it. (laughs) Yes. If if we heard it through Skype, definitely Audacity uh, definitely picked it up. But, you know, I when you were talking about it, that, you know, you want to do different joinery methods and um i i was toying around with that coffee cup rack and my buddy said to me because it's actually for a guy at work he goes he showed me a picture of it and says can you make something like that of course and um later on i he goes you know just make it add something to it you know make it your own way it doesn't have to be like the picture so while i'm looking at it i'm going how can i make it look different than just nailed pieces of pallet wood to more pallet Mm -hmm. wood and i'm looking at it going I think it would actually look pretty cool to have half laps in it because you're going to get the different contrast of the wood grain. And I have to, I'll actually send you both a picture of the, the wood that I'm using for these cross pieces. It's like a pinkish. Um, yes, I'm going to send you, I'm going to send you a picture of my wood that's downstairs. <laughs> and, um, <clears throat> so how is this different from any other? <laughs> <laughs> 
We see a lot of but pictures I'm, of his. I'm book. using. What can I say? Yes, yes. But I, so I'm you say it's pink oak runners. It it is. It's like it almost looks like oak, but I don't. I I am very confused. Strong on. like oak. <laughs> yes, very very. Is strong. it a hardwood? I would venture to say so. My the pink wood is hard. Okay. Um, but but it's I, not. It's, no, it's it doesn't indent when you push like you fingernail it or whatever. No, 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 definitely not. So I do know that it's it's harder than you know pine or or something like that. Is it rosewood? When I was cutting it, no, this came literally from a. Pound. Okay, um, not rosewood then. <laughs> That's why. Uh, <laughs> imagine that. Imagine a bloodwood palette or something like that. But you know. I know 100% that the stretchers that I'm using for, or I call them stretchers, probably wrong term, but like the pieces that are going to lay up against the wall flat, um, those are 100% oak. I know that you could smell it, you could see it. Um, but when I was cutting this stuff, you didn't really like have this defined scent to it. Like it's not like you go, oh, that's, you know, a maple, oh, it's a cherry, something like that. So it was very odd, and uh, like I said, I'll have to send you pi- the picture. Does no justice of the color itself, and uh, you know, now that we're talking, I'm wondering if it's. I almost thought it might have been dyed, but it's throughout the whole thing, and it's it's not like blotchy, or you could tell it's dyed. It definitely looks like just a natural color. Of wood. Nick is actually going anyway. through his wood right now to see if he can find a piece. Ebony got some big old big old piece of gaboon ebony mm. here. Jesus, I thought that it was stained. That's beautiful. No, it's it's like jet black all the way through, man. I've I've never seen it. I mean, this is the closest I've ever seen that in in person. It's a nice chunk of wood you got there. Thanks. I'll send you pictures of it later. <laughs> <laughs> and you can tell it's getting to the end of the episode because we're just <laughs> yeah. So, but uh, you know, twenty twenty one goals. It's just to be more productive in the shop, and then you know, tailor my skills a little bit better. And um, eventually get a saw stop uh, sponsorship. So Nick, if you want on board with that, you will leave Josh out. Of it. I'm fine with it. Um, I could definitely use a saw stop. Look, both of you guys definitely. have a lot bigger saws than I do, so I don't want to hear it when I'm getting an upgrade. Hey, let's stop comparing saw sizes, right? Was isn't there another topic we have to talk about tonight, too? Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Are we going to get into that? We're already we're hitting that hour mark. Uh, yeah, I think we're going to save that one for next time. Just based on we have right. to uh, wrap this up. I'd like to announce the winner of our giveaway that was on our live as well. We had a giveaway? Yeah, we had a giveaway. If you tuned into our YouTube live, um, we were giving away a tool from actually a small square from DFM Toolworks. And uh, he sponsored us on that giveaway. How was it? Houseman Creations? Uh, yes. Uh, well, don't quote me on that. Uh, okay, this is real quick. We're doing we're doing it on the fly. Do it live. I don't want to get his name incorrect. I, I'm pretty sure it's like Houseman Creations. No, Houseman. Yep, Houseman underscore Creations. Yes, Houseman Creations. Sorry about that, man. I just want to make sure I got your name right. Um, Congratulations to Houseman. Absolutely. Um, you know, he did everything he needed to. He joined us live. He subscribed to our YouTube channel and was following DFM Toolworks. So that was a huge giveaway. Our first giveaway is the Sawdust Nation podcast. Many more to come. So stay tuned. So I'd like to take a minute to thank uh, our newest sponsor, uh, JTEC Photonics, for their support of this podcast. Uh, obviously, we do what we do 
uh, because we love to do it. But with their help, it, it helps bring this content to you. JTEC Photonics makes outstanding lasers, and they make them for CNC machines and standalone machines from their website. Um, they make kits for existing, pre-existing CNC machines, such as your X-Carve and your Shipoko. Uh, not only that, their customer service is unrivaled. So give them a visit, www.jtechphotonics.com. Next up, we have Total Boat. Total Boat is, has all your epoxy knees, has varnishes. I mean, they make things for marine use. So you know the stuff you're getting from Total Boat is going to withstand whatever you can throw at it. Now, they have great customer service. Epoxy, you know, something you're learning every time you pour. They'll answer your questions. They'll guide you to the right epoxy to use because different types of epoxy does matter in how you use it. We've learned that the hard way. Mm-hmm. You know, we hit them up with a question. They answer back. We get the right epoxy. The project comes out a lot better than using the incorrect. Then you have Sticker Beat. Sticker Beat sponsors all of our stickers. 3M vinyl that will withstand basically snow, rain, pretty much. Don't bring up snow, please. <laughs> pretty much anything weather related. I mean, my stuff goes through the dishwasher that has stickers on them, and they're withstanding that, and it's been months. To top it off, you can peel it right off. It doesn't leave anything behind it. So it's a quality sticker that you can give to your customers to put on whatever, and it's it's worth your while to purchase these stickers. And you could do that with a code, Sawdust Nation, 20% off. Um, and with that, AJ? Well, if you listen to us on Apple Podcasts, leave us a five-star review. The reviews help us get up into the ranking and get our Sawdust Nation podcast out to new listeners so that we can spread the Sawdust Nation word. If uh, you need to get in contact, oh, is that Nick's or am I doing that? I don't want to steal anyone's thunder. No, go ahead. Oh, geez. Go for it, man. Sorry. All right. Contacts. (laughs) If you need to get in contact with us, you can reach me over at Crafted and NJ on Instagram. You can reach Nick over at NPG Creations on Instagram. Or you can reach Josh over at North Country Woodworking on Instagram. You can also reach Sawdust Nation Podcast on Instagram at Sawdust Nation Podcast. Uh, if you want to send us a question, you can send it to either DM. Uh, you can also send it to our email, which is sawdustnationpodcast at gmail.com. So if you uh, want, reach out to us. Let us know what you think of the podcast and then give us a question and you'll be answer it. We'll answer it on the next episode. Additionally, we're going to have a special guest at the end of this month. And if you have a guess of what that could be, go ahead and DM us and let us know. We like to do a segment on all the guesses. And if you get it correct, you never know. So give us your guesses. Let us know. And uh, toward the end of the month, we're going to go ahead and do that segment. Um, and with that. I still hope it's Jesus. <laughs> Jesus is always with us, man. Always. Anyway, with that, I think we're going to wrap this episode uh, up. Any pardon words, gentlemen? Well, I just wanted yeah. to say, Nick, go ahead. <laughs> That's what I wanted to say. I wanted to say, Nick, go ahead. I'd like, I'd like everybody out there to go ahead and take care of themselves and each other. And until next time, AJ? Well, I just wanted to say I, uh, I agree with Nick. And um, bye-byes, everybody. Bye-bye. Everyone, keep making sawdust. Hit us up with any questions you have. Have a great week. Sawdust Nation out.
Sawdust Nation out. Damn. Sawdust Nation. Sawdust Nation out. That was a little much. We were at like maybe a three and you went to it straight <laughs> up ten. It's not the first time I heard that. <laughs> <laughs> Centimeters. <laughs> oh my gosh. Three sixteenths, ten sixteenths, whatever. I'm better than sixty fourths. <laughs> uh.